Welcome to the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin, where to begin, grow, and aspire to become the best stylist you can be. Whether you're thinking about becoming a stylist, opening a salon, or developing your skills as an experienced stylist, the next step of your beauty career starts here. Each week, we'll discuss strategic ways to design, plan, and execute on becoming a stylist that excels behind the chair and above the bottom line. Here's your host, Tracy Franklin. So this week, we're going to talk about what success really looks like to you. And I feel like, you know, success looks different to everyone, and there are a lot of determining factors, but maybe you're not even sure what success should look like in the salon yet. Maybe you're just trying to figure it out. Maybe success to you looks like just being able to pay your booth rent? Are you basing it on feelings or facts? I mean, if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. And maybe you don't even know what you should be measuring. I think it's important that you know the actual numbers of your business and your clients. It's not about, hey, yeah, I felt kind of busy today. Like I'm pretty tired after work. I must have had a successful day. And, you know, I'm not here to tell you that that's wrong, that that's not the way you should feel. But there are a lot of numbers behind the emotion. And I'm just here to tell you the numbers will tell you what emotion can't. The numbers are the truth. And it is really important that you know what your numbers are. In my salon, there came a time where I knew how important it was for me to find a coach, for me to find a mentor. We were dangerously close to losing our salon because we did not know what our numbers were. I could not have provided you with a profit and loss statement if my life depended on it. And that's just one thing that you should know about your business. There are simple ways that you can start to measure how you're actually doing instead of relying on whether you're happy or not. One of those is pre-booking. At least 60 to 75% of your clientele should be pre-booking their next appointment. That is built in success. You should be able to look at your book in four, six, eight, 10 weeks and see the same clients that you saw today on your books then. That is going to let you know that it is their intention to come back and see you. And that is how your book looks full in advance. Another question you should ask yourself is, do they trust you? Are they purchasing their at-home regimen from you? Because they're purchasing it from someone and it needs to be you. Retention is probably one of the most important metrics that you can look at as far as your success goes. Is that client continuously coming back to you? If you have not seen that client back for three pre-booked appointments, I do not consider them a retained client. After three appointments, I think, okay, This client has chosen me as their stylist. I can count on them to book their appointments with me in the future. This is a really, really important metric to look at. And referrals, are they shouting your praises? Are they giving you shout outs on social media? Are they really impressed with your work? And are they doing what they can to send you their friends and family? So what do stylists do when they don't have a plan? They wing it. And that is not an effective business strategy. So for me, every morning when I wake up, I make myself a cup of coffee and I sit down and I assess my day. My time behind the chair, I'm looking for opportunities. I'm pulling up my schedule. I'm looking for holes or what that client is, what they've gotten in the past, what they purchased from me in the past. I'm looking at their buying history and seeing what they might be in need of. And that's called planning. That's called mapping out my day. 
And the difference between that and just showing up and hoping that the day goes well is exponential. Someone that takes time, looks at their schedule, and makes a plan for the day is going to have so much more success than someone that just shows up and hopes for the best. The type of salon that you work at greatly impacts your success. So you need to be on the hunt for a salon that is going to grow you. And this is the type of thing that you should be doing in advance. You know, maybe you take a shadow day or you kind of ask some questions at your interview about what type of salon this is and what they do with the commission that they keep. If they're not marketing you, they're not advertising, they're not contributing to your education, maybe it's not the right place for you. Is it the type of salon that has a lot of walk-ins or call-ins? If you are fresh out of school and still trying to build your clientele, or maybe you've been doing hair for a while, but you still got some openings on your book, is this the type of salon that does what it takes to get those new clients through the door so that you can continue to grow your clientele and continue to have the type of success that you need to have behind the chair? No matter what stage of your career that you are in, you should definitely be making trackable and definable goals to make sure that you're growing as a stylist. There are lots of things that you can do every single day while you're growing your clientele to make sure you know whether or not you're actually hitting your goals. I tell people all the time, do not be afraid to reach for the stars. I mean, do not dream small. Make sure that your goals match what you really want to accomplish. You know, if it is your goal and your dream to make six figures as a stylist behind the chair, then you need to write that goal down and you need to meditate on that goal. And you need to wake up every day and ask yourself how you can get one step closer to that goal. Because you're not going to crush it overnight. You're not going to go from someone that just graduated beauty school to a six-figure stylist overnight. It may take you a couple years to get there. You know, I don't know. I can't see into your future, but I will tell you that if you are not tracking your growth and you're not setting goals and you're not dreaming big, you're never going to get there. You definitely cannot hit a target that you cannot see. Get creative with it. I'm a huge fan of a mood board. Make an inspirational board of the type of house you want to own, the type of car you want to drive, the type of vacation that you want to have. Maybe you've got aspirations of, you know, working less in the future so that you can spend more time with your family. So it'll be more important that you make more on the days that you're there. Wherever you're at, wherever your goal is at, make sure that you're meditating on it every single day. Show up for yourself every single day and put those action steps to work. For the next 30 days, I want you to start making some tangible, definable goals. I've attached a downloadable PDF in the show notes that will help you map your day and find those opportunities to add value to every guest experience and raise your profits doing it. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin. If you enjoyed listening and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. The Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin is a Morgan Franklin production. Today's episode was written and produced by Morgan Franklin. Editing and post-production by Mike Franklin. Want to find out more about Tracy and the Aspiring Barber and Beauty Academy? Go to AspireBarberAndBeauty.com. 